This podcast is a product of the Hyper RPG Podcasting Network. Visit HyperRabbitPowerGo.com to learn more. Yo, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ready to Ramble! Y'all, it's just the two of us. It is the holiday season. People are out of town. People are on vacation the hyper house right now is probably the emptiest it's ever been (laughs) currently we do have people running behind the cameras but uh a lot of people lucas is on vacation so many people are gone um and also we took a couple weeks off we're trying to figure some stuff out um wrangle these people's schedules because again like even though this is the time of year when people go away this is also usually the time of year when people are like setting up their next year yeah a lot of meetings tend to if you don't yeah if you're not if you're not from la a lot of meetings can happen around this time where it's like Okay, hey, let's finish signing this or writing this down and blah, blah, blah. And then February, we'll start production and yep. so on and so forth. So it's been a lot of that. So sorry for the absences. Um, but uh, the couple things we did want to talk about, uh, we are going to talk very briefly about Clash of Champions. Yep. Um, because if you're active in our Discord, which you should be, yes. um, there we did have the tally going. Um, but I, I think we'll find out. There's not much to talk about with that paper. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, like, uh, rematches. Rematch City. Uh, we're going to talk about the announcement of the Women's Rumble. Uh, and we are also going to be talking about our uh, top five favorite wrestling things of this year and our favorite match Yep. Uh, as well. Uh, Kaori sent us her list, so we'll yeah. be able to do that. Uh, and that's how we're going to end the show. Uh, and then uh, we'll see how long. It might take a little while to come back because we got Christmas. As of recording, Christmas has not happened yet. We then got New Year's. Uh, Kaori's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom 12. So it might be a little bit before we're back. It'll probably be at some point in mid-January. Uh, but when we're back, we'll have a lot to talk about, including Wrestle Kingdom 12. Uh, the Rumble will not have happened yet, but we'll no. at least we'll have a better picture of what the yeah. Rumble's going to be. The best day of the year is the Rumble. Oh, my God. The Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Mania is the big dog. Mania is like when old people, old wrestling fans who haven't watched wrestling in years come back. Yeah. So that makes that kind of atmosphere exciting. But as far as like a pay-per-view, uh, it's the, Rumble. The, yeah, they, they cater to making those people happy instead of us nerds. That are, yeah. Oh, I wait all year for this, <laughs> for the Rumble. Who, who sit there with it. They just sit there with it. Um. But yeah, so let let us let us dive in. So first of all, let's do Clash of Champions. Okay. Um, I believe I have the results for the for that pay per view. If he was the last champion, if and he was I, the last champion, he was. Uh, yes, yes, he was. I'm very mad because. And then yeah. did he put it in any? He didn't. But he's the only one who didn't. So he forfeited the title. He he uh, he he, he, he thought he was going to Brock Lesnar this. <laughs> he thought he was going to sit out a couple pay per views. <laughs> He thought he was going to sit out a couple pay-per-views. Yeah. No one was going to go for the belt. He was wrong. He's wrong. He vacated. He pulled a Shawn Michaels, lost, <laughs> lost, lost his smile. He lost his smile. <laughs> I lost my smile. <laughs> Tears. With his earring, his big cross earring. I get mad when I make fun of him because I'm like, no, he lost his smile. Don't talk bad about Sean. <laughs> Although apparently, uh, we'll talk about this. For those of you who do not get that reference, if you go look it up. Please. Seemingly that might have been him leaving so he didn't have to drop the belt to Brett. His, yeah, I mean, yeah. His, his back was hurting, okay? His back, his was, back hurting. was hurting. <laughs> his back was but hurting. then he came back for another year <laughs> to kick Brett out of the company. So, ah! <laughs> That was full heel Sean <laughs> at his best. Oh, he's so good. I know. Oh, I was such a big Shawn Michaels head as a kid. Um, yes. And uh, watching that stuff, and I, I understand all the backstage stories. He was so political. He was difficult mm-hmm. to work with. People didn't like him. Uh, yeah. You know the story about WrestleMania 14 with The Undertaker? Have you heard this story? I uh, know. That- this is the one where he hurt his back, though, right? Is that- uh, you know, he'd already heard this was his match with Stone Cold at oh, okay. 14 when Stone Cold won the thing. Um, so one of the things people like to say about Shawn Michaels is Shawn Michaels, yes, Jim Cornette like, says this a lot, yeah. uh, cause Jim Cornette's not the biggest, uh, Shawn Michaels fan having to deal with him, which I totally get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had to work with difficult people and despite their talent, I will still sit there and be like, fuck that guy. Yeah. So I have no qualms <laughs> with Jim Cornette, not liking Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it's either him or his co-host on the Jim Cornette podcast, which if you don't listen to you should listen to it's what a podcast man i just i struggle because i hate jim Cornette so much oh i love it i love it because he's he is one of the he's such an old southern guy who politically leans on the left it seems to be mm-hmm. a very like i hate trump this that and the other the tax bill so yeah, on and so forth yeah, yeah. but has no problem because he's like a 60 year old southern man using like 
just the most un-PC language. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. It's so fascinating. Yeah. The reason why I say I hate him is because, you know, all of the, his, his thinking of the Bucks and, like, just all that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. I love that clip uh, and all that drama. Uh, going on with him. But yeah, anyway, continue. Well, so with the story, Jim Cornette and his coach usually say like Shawn Michaels is the only man in WWE to have ever lost the belt multiple times and not actually lost it in a match because mm-hmm. he would, he dropped the Intercontinental belt after Mania 10 mm-hmm. um, for injury purposes and okay. then came back like a month later, dropped, I lost my smile so he wouldn't have mm-hmm. to lose it to Brett. And then uh, seemingly the only time he ever seemingly lost, lost the belt was to Stone Cold. Um, that's right. That's when he kicked the door because he was pissed off during Stone Cold's press conference. Mm-hmm. Shane had to like wrangle him. and like, Oh, that great. If you ever watch, go watch that footage of that press conference. And is it, I think it's Shawn Michaels who grabs Stone Cold by the face like this. Mm-hmm. And Stone Cold just goes like this. It's, it's fascinating footage. Oh, it's God. like, oh man, you'd never see that today. Um, these like weird press conferences where they stayed in kayfabe character yeah. <laughs> and would like really seemingly hurt each other. Um, but the story goes at WrestleMania 14 that The Undertaker essentially went to Shawn Michaels and okay. said, because Shawn Michaels was talking about whether it's true or not, this is the rumor. He was going to go into business for himself. Mm-hmm. He was not going right. to lose the belt to Austin. He was going to do some kind of schmozzy shenanigans thing. Uh, and I guess Undertaker basically yeah, told him. Grabbed him, yeah. He, he grabbed, grabbed him, him and yeah. he said like, if you do that, if you go into business for yourself, you will not walk out of this building. Oh. <laughs> that, uh, that's, the, that's the OG big dog. And I don't, know if that's, I don't know if that's been confirmed in any of Shawn Michaels' biographies, but that's a very well-known story. Yes, yeah. That one, I'm trying to think if, if I've actually seen him acknowledge it. Because what, what he does now, Shawn Michaels, like what he says about this time of his life where he was... Uh, Especially very, this very time. Fascinated. Mania 14, yeah, that says, era, yeah. I, I don't know. I, if you tell me that I probably did it, I, but I, yeah, he often, I can't remember anything. That is one of his go-to things. Yeah, exactly. If, mm-hmm. if you say I did it, I probably did it. Yeah. Uh, he often talks about himself blacking out and all these other things. He's a very fascinating guy to uh, read about. But yeah, as a kid... I was there at WrestleMania 12 when he did the uh-huh. uh, swing. That was like, as a as a 12-year-old kid, uh, or sorry, at WrestleMania 12 as a 9-year-old kid, that was the most like superhero-y thing so cool. to see a guy just swing in on it. It was like so dope. And It's like his hottest outfit, too. Oh, like, and I know. The best gear. <laughs> the, the wrestling internet community and a lot of my, my friends who love wrestling often talk about that Iron Man match between him and Brett as very boring and long and a lot of holds because they were tired. That all may be true. I still, that's one of those things where it's like, you're there live. Yeah. So you're like, I love this whole paper. Like, yeah, because you, so you, you were there live, but even going back, I mean, I still enjoyed it because people are mad because they ended the, you know, there was a whole hour of no, no pinfalls. No pinfalls. No pinfalls. And so that's the big problem with it, supposedly. But, uh, but no, I, just think it's thoroughly entertaining because they worked so well together. Gorilla Monsoon was still there. He made them have that death. And it's so interesting to kind of, that's the interesting thing about being a wrestling fan is if you went to events, Right when you started being a wrestling band, it's to look like who blew up because WrestleMania 12, Stone Cold was still the ringmaster, ah, okay. and his his big feud was with Savio Vega at that point. Oh wow, yeah, I hadn't even thought about the rest of that pay per view or the, where other wrestlers were at that time. That was yeah. Diesel Undertaker, and because Kevin Nash had not left yet for who were you excited to see when you were nine besides Sean? Uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, that was your guy because because he was coming back. That was the big comeback. It was him yeah. and him and Triple H. It was the big uh, Ultimate Warriors coming back. Um, but yeah, it was Shawn Michaels, Ultimate Warrior. I did love Bret Hart as well, but I was a big uh, Shawn Michaels head. I had the, the Hart sunglasses. <laughs> and I do have, I think it's in my house still. I'll have to look. Uh, the finger, the foam, Shawn Michaels foam finger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I still have that. So yeah, so that, that, and WrestleMania 12 is interesting because that is, that's the era in between the, uh, new generation and attitude era mm-hmm. it's that two years between yeah. like because the next mania is uh brett and stone cold okay where a lot yeah. of people feel like that's where the attitude mm-hmm. era started so 12 is a fascinating t- yokozuna was still in the company vader was there that's right because uh during the attitude uh because sean wasn't really wrestling during that time like the beginning at the start he was he came back for commissioner stuff and that's when yeah. he was really, really messed up yeah um, he he won the belt at 12 um and there was he defended uh, and he ended up losing to Sid Vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think was it SummerSlam? Someone will correct me. Um, and uh, that's and it was like that, the reason they lost to Sid was then that's was the era of like I lost my smile and then he yeah. won it back and this whole thing. And then because thirteen was originally supposed to be similar to Roxena, thirteen I think originally in the cards was supposed to be Brett Michael Michaels too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think was originally the plan. 
Uh, but then that's when Sean lost his smile. And then Brett was like, well, I want to work with Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. I want to work with Austin because I think he didn't want to do a program with Sid because that's when Sid lost to The Undertaker. Yeah. That was the big 13 main event. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Nostalgia. It's all just... I was thinking about Sid, the... What was the, the botch that Sid Vicious... The leg break. Yeah, the leg break. But not besides that, I'm talking about the verbal botch, the pro oh, botch. Oh, he he's um, had so many. Because they're smart. Yeah, just because you... Because I'm twice the bad that you are and I have half the brain that you do. <laughs> I'm twice as smart as you are and I have the brain that you do. And he realizes what he said like a half second later and you see his face like drop but he can't say anything else. And then we're just like, come on, you just had to do something. Who did he say that to? Was it Nash? Was that Nash in WCW? I think it was. I think it was. Because I, yeah. I think it's like Nash is leaning on the ropes and he smirks. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, well, he just said you're yeah, exactly as smart as me. Go look up that footage, everybody. It's, that's homework. Go look up that YouTube dope, footage. Yeah, so good. Um, but yeah, so let let us let's jump in the Clash of Champions because, as we said, um, the votes were in. Uh, if he had forfeited the belt, he lost his yes, smile. He lost his smile. <laughs> okay, so uh, here I'm going to pull up. I was just looking up the the Young Bucks and Cornet stuff uh, in advance. Okay, so this is the Clash of Champions. All right, so we had. Uh, so who did you pick for Mojo and Zach? I think I went Mojo. I went I went Mojo as well. And so Mojo won. Because I, I love Zack Ryder. I think WWE at this point. Unless there's surprises, which actually we'll say the Ziggler match was a surprise. Yes, um, absolutely. You tend to usually see WWE will not back a 10-year horse, mm-hmm. which is what Ryder is. <laughs> there was the WrestleMania surprise, but that was also him going in for Neville. Mm-hmm. And then he lost it 24 hours later to The Miz. Yeah, So that's right. All right, so uh, we have uh, Ziggler defeating Baron and Bobby Roode. I picked Bobby Roode, I believe. I or no, think, I Baron. That's right. You picked. I think I picked Bobby. Yeah, none mm. of us picked Ziggler. Uh, none of us picked Ziggler, but Ziggler won. Surprise. So that was for the United and States Championship. That actually, so we can talk a little bit about what then happened on SmackDown. Yes. So interestingly, and uh, credit to uh, IGN's Matt Fowler, who, again, I've recommended him a lot. If you don't follow Matt Fowler on Twitter, do so super funny but also really great wrestling insight he just did his final uh ever wrestling wrap-up over at ign he's done it for 11 years um it was a great weekly article very funny i think you anyone even if you uh you know only start watching now i think go back there's a lot of great really funny stuff in there he made a joke about ziggler looking at the belt this is a 91 looking at the belt and going this is the ultimate gimmick and i'm above this and leaving the ring Mm-hmm. And then that happened. <laughs> and Fowler, uh, Fowler tweeted, he was like, I didn't know it would actually yeah. happen. It was a joke. <laughs> and it did happen. So seeming storyline wise, it seems like Ziggler has walked out of the company. Yeah. Um, again, that's the storyline as of recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see what happens next week. See. Uh, that's the other thing, too, I guess that's worth saying is like next week. This was a big controversy a couple uh, months ago when it got announced that there's going to be a Raw on Christmas. Yeah, there's gonna I, be I, a live uh, Christmas Raw. There is gonna be a live one, and it's it's pretty sad to be honest. Like I kind of feel bad I for those guys. Yeah, stars. they want to go home for you know. Yeah, so think about all their kids. They don't get to. But anyway, sorry. But yes, yeah, there but, will be one. On but, so we'll see. I don't know if there's a. I, I guess if there's gonna be one on Christmas, there will be a SmackDown on the 26th. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll see the resolve of the Ziggler storyline. Some people are saying that he might come back with like a big ceremony and have his own version of the belt, mm-hmm. uh, which I like if he yeah. does that. Uh, I really, really like Dolph Ziggler a lot. Um, full disclosure: I've done a comedy show, two comedy shows with him. Really good guy in general. I also just think he's crazy talented, and I think it's yeah. one of those cases where. He's great. Ziggler is his is the previous generation's Bray Wyatt, where you're like, this guy is so good, and it seems like he's only there to give the rub to the new people that the company actually right. likes. So Ziggler getting the belt was a nice surprise. It also looked like at this uh, uh, last year when Ziggler won the Intercontinental belt, it seemed like, oh man, they're finally going to let him do uh, something. So we'll see. This is a fascinating storyline, but it also could just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. All right, so we have uh, so next we have the Usos, the New Day um, versus uh, the Usos and the New Day against each other, and then also uh, Gable and Shelton Benjamin against Rusev and Aiden English. I did not know what was going to happen with this one. I ended up going with um, with the uh, with the New Day taking it from the Usos. Andy picked the Usos to or to retain. I picked Usos. Yeah, I thought Usos it was well. too much. There was too much going on for it to make sense for the Usos to lose. Right. The Usos are very hot right now with just the New Day. There could always be the surprise. I thought if there was going to be a surprise, it was going to be Rusev. 
and really? Aiden English because they're really getting behind this whole Rusev Day yeah, thing. Rusev Day. I yeah. love it. I love it. All I want to see now is like, because Aiden English like is doing great. Like, but I, yes. I want to see him do something with the Drifter now too. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, my God, but please. The thing is that now people are actually like Aiden. Like they actually enjoy that versus people legitimately have heat, you know, for, uh, for uh, Elias. You know? Yeah, I, and I agree. So I, I, to me, I was like, oh, this is, the Usos are going to retain because it's mm -hmm. too big of a weird match. And except for the New Day, who they've already been feuding with, there wasn't yeah, like... Yeah, I just thought that they wanted to... to, um, to Since it was a throwaway pay-per-view, I thought that they might want to uh, make it so that the New Day had another run and yeah, I mean, add I, another number to the, to the big, you know... I think, and this is and this is the thing that's kind of we're talking about, especially in regards to this pay-per-view, is because the next pay-per-view is the Rumble, which is one of the yes. big four. Yeah, one of the big four. And so they usually tend to like to have the big marquee matches on one of the big four. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a more interesting storyline to have the New Day chasing at the Rumble yeah, than trying right. to re retain. Yeah, I uh, And so I think that was the other thing. I, 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 I'm predicting right now I think the New Day is going to win at the Rumble. If they're, if they're facing at the Rumble, which I think they are. Right. <clears throat> okay. All right. Yeah, I, that's fair enough. All right. We have uh, Natalia and Charlotte Flair. This was a Lumberjack match. Uh, and this was Charlotte, of course, um, beating Natty, and so she retained. I voted Charlotte. I did as well. Yeah. So that was pretty. Uh, uh, did you think Carmella was going to cash in? Um, I wasn't actually because it hasn't happened the last couple at this point. I th I'm thinking I didn't think it would. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be a kind of a weird pay per view to do it on. So I, was thinking, I was thinking they might save that for like the Rumble or. It feels Mania. like it feels like it's going to be the Rumble. Yeah. Um, it just because I feel like. I think they want to have Charlotte in the pay-per-view at Mania. Mm -hmm. uh, it feels like that's the way it's going to go. Um, and I think. So do you think Carmella will take it from her? I think so. And I also just don't know who else on the SmackDown roster at the moment would go up against Carmella. So I think they're going to do some kind of schmozzy loss thing right. at um, Rumble. They might do a rematch. Or no, actually, because I think the February pay-per-view is uh, Raw's. Okay. So then, yeah, right, I think so the big... Rematch, okay. win it back will be yeah the rumble. Okay. Or the mania, mania. mania, yeah. That's interesting because I'm just thinking about like, do they really like their stock in Carmella and their belief in in her ability to carry such a uh, a big match on the card with Charlotte? Well, I guess, and this is not to take away any of the because on SmackDown right now you have Natalia, but that feud now has kind of been going on. I don't mm -hmm. think that'll go to Mania. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll be Natalia and Charlotte. You have the three new call-ups, which are uh, doing really good work, but they're so fresh right. and so new that I don't think they're going to be at Mania. So it's kind of like, who, who else in the women's division on that card? Unless there's some right. surprise. And the other thing, actually, too, we got to say, yeah. is, uh, and we will really dive into this, is the women's rumble. Right. And mm -hmm. how that plays out and will it be like the men's rumble where they face charlotte yeah if it's if champion. yeah if it's the winner of the the women's rumble are they going to get to choose if they do raw or smackdown <laughs> or is it going to be simply based off of who threw who over the rope yeah um so my, my my prediction right now the winner of the women's rumble is going to, between the two is going to be either actually you know what so, uh, of who's on the card right now, mm -hmm. I think it's between Nia, uh, because going into the Mania, having Nia versus Alicia or uh, uh, Alexa, right? Because they're the friends. Uh, you're basically slightly doing a repeat of Bray, Randy Orton, but uh, WWE's never above doing repeats. Right. Um, or Oscar, and okay. I think they would like Oscar. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with that. The third option is uh, Ronda Rousey makes a surprise yes. entry. Into the rumble and wins the thing. I'm, I'm thinking that. Yeah. And if that happens, it will be Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good main event. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Because they already kind of teased that at NXT a couple months they ago. They did. That's right. Because they had that, had that weird like camera angle too. They didn't yeah. shoot that properly. <laughs> yeah. It was so, and no one was mic'd. No one was mic'd. So you're just hearing like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, but we will we'll dive more into the women's rum, women's rumble in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, that that's okay. So yeah, that's where Charlotte Natty. So it didn't totally shock me. No, that no. Uh, Carmella then, uh, didn't cash in on this. Yeah, that's right. And then Natty had her like meltdown. She was already healed, but it was like a further heal turn. It was that weird. Was I was like, she's they like, don't you know. turned my back. You turned your back on me. They, so I'm gonna turn my back on you. <laughs> they don't know what to do with Natty uh, on this show or Total Divas. <laughs> I, don't know. I was just thinking the whole time, Karen. Every time I heard her yelling, "Come on, <laughs> come on, you guys!" 
she's so talented, but every time she does like a sharpshooter, she's like, Come on! <laughs> ah, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> That's great. All right, uh, next we had uh, Brizango versus the Bludgeon Brothers, which was pretty obvious. I think we all picked the Bludgeon Brothers. I, I picked the Bludgeon Brothers too. I, however, did not think it would be a five second squash match. Yeah, man, they really. <laughs> I mean, considering how much airtime they have given to Brizango. For all their like TV parodies, you think they would have given them a little more time? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it was nice for Rowan to be on the other side of that now because remember when he got oh man, <laughs> oh brother, uh, what a time! Yeah. yeah, all right. Well, that happened. That was a match. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you made them a dominant tag team. <laughs> yep. Um, then we had okay, so this was uh, the big one. Uh, one of the big ones. Randy Orton and Shinsuke versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I went KO. I went KO and Sami too because I'm like, they're not going to get fired. Uh, also, I I also believed that Randy Orton was just going to bot out the whole time where he was just like, bad, you know? Yeah, I mean, the only, the only swerve would have been because you had the double referee thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, maybe Shinsuke and Randy pull it out because they want to... But they also haven't decided who they want to be the heel, whether it's Shane or Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Yeah, and because Daniel Bryan's pairing up with Kevin and Sammy, who are clearly heels. Yeah, <laughs> so. and they, I mean it was justified, like because at first, because uh, I was confused as to like why like Daniel like fast counted and and because I I turned my back for a second, so I had missed the previous count. Right. Um, and then yeah, so they recapped the fact that Shane was like he refused to count for Kevin and Sammy. Um, so they kind of justified it's just two guys just trying to do what they believe is right. So it's not like really like a necessarily a heel thing. It's a, a little odd. Um, what's confusing about that is that there's not going to be a payoff to a feud with Daniel Bryan again. It, uh, yeah, it, it's it's so weird. And I mean, I'll, I'm gonna get into it when we do the women's rumble discussion too. Yeah. But there are oddly. Sometimes just like storyline things that are set up, then it's like, well, what's gonna happen? Yeah, like you, you say Daniel can't wrestle, so what do you, what, what do you, okay, yeah, what are you doing? Come on, come on, okay. The main event we had um, AJ Styles, uh, current champion against Jinder Mahal with the Singh brothers, and I, I went AJ, I went AJ as well. Uh, ah. God, Jinder Mahal, by the way. Uh, I, oh, uh, so let me let's say this, actually. AJ made Jinder look really good, better than AJ. And AJ is is like this generation's Ric Flair. Throw him in a match, he will make people who are not that great look great. Yep. And I'm not saying Jinder's terrible, but Jinder's st still learning. Yep. Um, But uh, there have been stories and photos and rumors and all these other things about, is Jinder Mahal on steroids? Jinder Mahal on steroids? This, that, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, photos were taken of this pay-per-view. Yeah. And some people were like, oh, those are clearly Photoshopped. And then in the comments, it's on Facebook and everything. People are like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Showing like screen grabs of their TV. Uh, his back is covered in uh, zits or also known as back knee, mm -hmm. which is a common sign of steroid use. Mm -hmm. However, it's also possibly not. Um, you, some people tried to get in the comments to be like, you know, if you're a hairy guy and you shave your back, sometimes it's doing growing hairs and blah, blah. And some people are like, well, that's not in growing hairs. And, but the major thing was the um, his uh, his nipples. His nipples really were yeah, they were like elongated, elongated yeah. and protruding, and that is uh, one of the the clearer signs. Yeah, one of the things that happens with steroid use is a uh, fattening of the glands around the nipples, um, and that is something that's been pointed out in previous months about uh, something that's happened to gender. And this was uh, it, it it was crazy. Um, so I mean I I, I don't want to pull up an image, but it's just you yeah, you can no, find it. It's yeah, out there. It's gross. You don't need to like yeah, but um, but uh. But it's one of those things WWE is just not seemingly gonna comment on. Because they're like we're not we're gonna be done with them soon anyway. That's what I'm like. That's yeah, uh, 2017 the gender experiment um didn't work, and honestly I don't think it's his fault. He got thrown in from like losing all of his matches to being a squash guy to uh, simultaneously. It would be similar to. If literally next month or the month after one of the one of the two from Brizongo won the WWE belt, yeah, you'd be yeah. like, cool. Yeah, because he was like he was like a joke three man band, like you know that guy. Yeah, he and was then, a, one of the squash guys. Yep. And now God. we're supposed to take him credible as this heel, and it, it, he was doing everything you're supposed to do in your heel work. The problem was the build didn't happen, and build is huge. Talking about Stone Cold, there was two years of build yes. before he got the belt. The him facing Bret Hart was six months of building up of like. I want Bret Hart and all that kind of stuff. And that's why those matches work. It's about building those stories and building those characters. 
uh, and just having gender take down Randy Orton out of the blue. And also you haven't taken down a guy who like, frankly, we talked enough about Randy Orton on the show. He's not a wrestler. People get excited about. Um, it looks like, I guess he might take most of next year off, whether it's to heal up some injuries or to films things or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And generally the comments on the internet were, what? yeah. <laughs> Whereas Dean Ambrose is going to be out for, it's actually an undetermined amount of time, which is a kind of, Scary. Some people find that kind of scary. Uh, Dean Ambrose tore his tricep. Um, I guess Monday morning or Sunday night. So then the storyline reason had to get rid of him on Raw. Uh, and he had tricep surgery. And the thing on the news was surgery successful. Return date currently unknown. Um, which could mean like a numb arm situation or anything like that. And it's also kind of one of those things where uh, I was talking to uh, Naeem, who works here about this. I was like, man, they have not been able to fully get the shield thing off the ground. Yeah. Like, we waited years and years. Some, point, some people said to the point where the, it passed, the hotness of doing a show reunion passed, but then they did it, and then Roman got sick. Yeah. And then uh, the bell went to Roman, and then, then Dean Ambrose went on his honeymoon, so then it was just Seth was doing these interviews where he was like, I don't know where Dean is, but next month, ah! And yeah. <laughs> but the shield's alive, baby! And now <laughs> Dean is gone for... Burn it down! Burn it down! <laughs> uh, and now... Uh, and now Dean's gone for possibly up to six months. So it's like, man, the, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, you can never tell what these kinds of things, but it's like, shit, man. You know, the yeah. Shield reunion trigger finally got pulled. And then it's like, oh, crap, crap, crap. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, brutal. Brutal. Um, so that's that's a bummer. So I, I, I would I, I would think like six months, right? It seems like that would that's the appropriate amount. I, just, I, I think it just depends on how severe the tear is. You've had people who like, you know, you could tear like something in your leg like Seth Rollins did and you're out for like, almost a year and then you have a similar injury but the tear's not as bad and then you're back in two months mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I have not read anything about how severe mm-hmm. uh, the tricep tear was but that's a hell of a fucking like if it was like an off the bone kind of thing oh shit yeah. ugh, but I don't know yeah. <laughs> yep. alrighty so that was uh, that was a whole card for, for that so now we're building up to uh, to rumble which we don't have anything any of those matches announced yet obviously cause we're well the triple threat we know oh, that that's right that's the one we do have announced triple threat it's going to be lesnar kane uh and Strowman. not uh honestly unless it's Strowman, which it will not be um i'm sure it's going to be brock pins kane so you keep Strowman looking good yeah uh keep in mind we are so this is okay so this is january uh, yeah <clears throat> for the rumble and we already know from last year that Vince's plan is to have Brock versus Roman. So, which, is, but that's the interesting thing. Roman has not been on, wasn't on TV in the last little bit, and yeah. so, and he's the Intercontinental Champ, which he could lose at the Rumble. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, if they do the thing where he loses at the Rumble and then wins a, a Rumble, mm-hmm. wins the third Rumble, people will lose their fucking mind. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Just thinking about it, like. And also, I don't know who he would feud with because ultimate dagger, like the ultimate, like just. I just and I'm also just wondering who he would. Feud. I guess it'd be Joe. So I'm very happy with Joe winning the belt, 100. percent But yeah, I, I think that's sort life. of the fear uh, is is something like that. So I I, I don't know. Um, I hope they don't do that. I also just don't know who. I mean, my root for the Rumble would be Finn Balor, and I guess it's worth saying too. Uh, that was a story. This is a perfect example of like what's going to happen with the Ziggler storyline, where a storyline gets dropped after five minutes. Um, Finn had lost to Kane clean in five minutes. Mm-hmm. That was to make Kane look strong when he's going up against Strowman. But the idea apparently uh, was that uh, Finn would have had a rematch with Kane, easily defeated Kane, and then that would have set up Balor going to the Rumble to face Lesnar. But because they had booked Finn to lose so many times. Vince McMahon had gone cold on Finn Balor, so now he just lost clean the cane right. in five minutes for no reason. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, I, I really don't. Yeah, because there's no reason for Kane. I, th- I, th- I sincerely thought that Kane was about to be done because it's like Glenn Jacobs who is trying to. He's, he's running for something, right? Running for mayor. Mayor. Yeah. And I would. I was thinking he was just you know going to do the favor and pass it on, whatever, and Braun was going to just run through all of them and be like, I'm the new monster now, but I have no idea what they're actually doing. That's that's one of the Seattle shows, y'all. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Uh, I was like, warning! Ah! Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. The rocket! <laughs> well, I still have, like, so I I, I did uh, um, Cameron's uh, um, Cameron's show the yeah, <laughs> 
the horror show. And I'm still yeah. like, I'm still just like, oh, what's going to happen? A monster's going to pop out. So we just donated. No. A demon. <laughs> the demon cane. <laughs> Yeah, by the I'm way, so to the chat, <laughs> how we had me and Janelle on a show. I guess maybe we had an infinite Cane too. Someone would have had the Demon Kane show. <laughs> or Corporate Kane. I would have made it work. Corporate Kane. Nice. Um, I think that's the thing. Kane, I think, in his mind, did do the favor. He just didn't do it for Finn. He did it for Vince. Because <laughs> someone had to do something with... Because they, they had just had Brock beat uh, Braun already. And so they couldn't have Braun and Brock again, I guess. Because they want that, I think, at the Rumble... Or maybe Mania, if it's not Roman. Yeah. <laughs> so Kane just comes in to like pass the monster baton to Braun. Yep, there you go. That's it. What I'm trying to see if we have any other matches. Uh, I mean, yeah, seemingly... Yeah, uh, uh, so far. Just those three. Well, Rumble, I think Rumbles. we're going to see... Because they're building to it. We're going to see um, Woken Matt Hardy and Bray. Yes. yes. Uh, which that, I'm loving right Bray now. So silly. Yeah, they're making Bray look silly. I love Matt Hardy. I love Matt all Hardy of it. Is like yes. <laughs> oh my god! And the memes people have made. Uh, someone <laughs> put Matt Hardy in like the audience laugh track of an episode of Big Bang Theory. Oh my god! Really? And it's one of my favorite <laughs> things I've ever seen. I will have to find this to show Janelle later. Oh my god! It's amazing. Um, but yeah, and so those are the things we know right now. Uh, moving forward. And so I guess let's talk about uh, the Women's Rumble match, which was announced on Raw. It was the closing segment of Raw. Uh, from what I've read also, uh, no one but a select couple of the uh, women on the roster were told that was going to be the announcement because they wanted that general, uh, that genuine, genuine reaction of surprise okay. and stuff like that. It's a really actually good video if you watch it within the three minutes. So this is where, uh, where I was going to talk about uh, storyline stuff that kind of can always make me go like, but, 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 like, so it's like you're making a storyline where you're building to Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan's never going to have a match. This is, and I've talked about it before. And the only reason I have a, it, honestly, if they did this with anybody, I have a problem with it. It's not Stephanie McMahon. I like Stephanie McMahon. But this is like another case where it's like they play Stephanie like so much of a heel mm -hmm. on the show. She's mean to Kurt Angle, and everyone loves Kurt Angle, mean to Seth Rollins, Mick Foley, so on and so forth. But then she's the one that's going to go out. And do the big hero announcement. Yeah, that, that about is the weirdest thing to the, me. The, the Rumble. And it's like, it is one of those things where you're kind of like, Am I supposed to? Am I supposed to think like Stephanie's now a hero? Because she's already been tearing down everybody in the show and calling yeah. them stupid and acting like all this other stuff. She's going to fire people. But now it's like, oh, I'm most of the con And that's sort of the problem. Get and out of my ring. Yeah, get out of my, get out of my <laughs> ring. But that's sort of the, the, the problem is like trying to make her like a Vince McMahon type is then you also didn't have Vince going up against Stone Cold and all this other stuff, and then later that night making a I'm a hero rousing announcement that's supposed to be good for the roster and all this other stuff because mm -hmm. it's character within the show. Mm -hmm. And so, and I know they, they've often talked about like wrestling being like a three-ring circus that it's like, oh, if you don't like the clowns, you'll like this, you'll like mm -hmm. that, you'll like this. But they usually don't have the clowns play another character Yeah. in the circus. Yeah. Uh, and again, like I, I have no issues with Stephanie McMahon, the person, um, it's just more the character. They never seem to know what they want to do, whether it's like, oh, she's such a villain because we're going to put her through a table at Mania, but then two pay-per-views later, she'll be making an announcement telling Sasha Banks how great she is and Sasha's a face, but she's being genuine with Sasha. And you're like, what? It was sort yeah. of like when um, when she was like full-on heel, I'm going to fire everybody, blah, 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 but then tears down Charlotte Flair in the back because of what Charlotte said to her dad and was like, your father's a legend. Yeah. And it's like, why did Stephanie why, get that yeah, role? Why did she do that? It could have been anybody else, and it would have made more sense. Yeah, and so for storyline, I'll say this: like, if Stephanie had not been on the air the last couple months, where she has been tearing down Kurt Angle, telling Kurt Angle to be fired, tearing down Jason Jordan, hearing this person lifting up Triple H, if she had not done all that, and this is the first time we'd seen her since Mania, yeah. that would have worked. Because that's oftentimes like we don't know what Triple H we're going to get until we see him. Oh and yeah, he, no and idea. He shows up and then it's clear what, what his what his role is. Yeah. Usually. he comes in and he's like, "I'm the NXT guy. Hey, I'm a hero." Blah blah blah. Or he'll come in and he'll be like, you know, punching Roman in the face or whatever. Yeah. And we know what's going on. Um, but with Stephanie, I have no clue. No clue. It's just one of those things where it's like, and I and I, I mean I get it. It's like and Triple H is dead. There's other interviews like, "Well, okay, Fabe's dead." You know, everyone knows, and you're kind of like, "Yes," but, but you're still telling yeah. a story. And I got to be able to kind of go with that story. So unless Stephanie's going to play some role in the Women's Rumble where she's like, I'm the 30th entry. <laughs> then I'd be like, oh, okay. I, now I know why you made that announcement. That's great, yeah. But oh, otherwise, yeah. it's like, I feel like that could have been Lita. 
yeah, you know, it could have been Lita. That would have, but I don't know if that would have been like, oh, people will know then. But but... she likes to, she likes to be the person, you know, PR wise. She likes to be the one that, like, oh, I'm making the announcement. And then there's a video from what culture you might not agree, you might, you might agree, you disagree. Probably worth watching it. I put it out like two, three weeks ago, called like why Stephanie McMahon's not great for WWE. Mm -hmm. Um, and not necessarily talking about her character. It's talking about. Uh, and they basically talked about like when she kind of really took over creative mm -hmm. that no wrestlers were allowed to be built up and her character is often tearing people down and then she'll yeah. go publicly do interviews and be like, well, I don't know, no one can get over. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like, well, your character's tearing everyone down. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so uh, whether you disagree or agree, I think it's an interesting discussion piece. Uh, but for the most part, like I really like Stephanie McMahon. Uh, as a character, I do like when she's full villain. Um, so that's why maybe it's also that where it's like, mm. I like it when she's full villain. So when she's in the ring being like, yeah, and I'm like, you used to rip apart Daniel Bryan, yeah. and you make fun of the fans for doing this. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> but uh, it's just it's one of those things. But uh, otherwise, outside of all that, uh, the Women's Rumble, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, uh, do you know the amount of entrance we're gonna get? Um, well, I think it makes sense to why we got those six call ups. Um, right. it's also not clear whether that's open to NXT as well. I believe um, they they would still throw some people in there. I think they Ember will. I, th something. I think Ember's going to be in there. I think it'll be similar to when Ty Dillinger appeared in the Rumble two years ago, and yeah, he he, he appeared. He was in there two years ago, and then didn't seem to get bumped up to the main roster, mm -hmm. and then got bumped up later. Yeah, later on. So I think when we'll see some of that. That's a kind of a Rumble thing. You will occasionally see that, just so Michael Cole and those guys can go. Oh my god! Imagine if someone from NXT won. Yeah, could I you think see them at the year. Mania? It might, it might have been. Um, yeah, yeah. But you, they, they will do that. You'll see someone from NXT yeah, pop agree. up in the Rumble. So I'm sure we'll. I think Ember Moon's a given. Yeah. Um, yeah people will be disappointed. I think if she's not in there. Cause yeah. I don't think that she's gonna get called up yet, but I think it'll be that case where she's in there and then comes comes up later on. Now the question to me, are they gonna have the same amount of time as the guys Rumble? Guys Rumble when, if you count like. Uh, 30 competitors every two minutes just getting everyone in there is an hour right there's usually also about 20 minutes because by the end of the countdown when we got into 30 there's still like eight or ten people in the ring who are like doing the bad lifting <laughs> like not yeah, and the thing is and it, because this is not something normal having a you know we don't usually have roy you know battle royales with a bunch of women in the in the ring yeah at any moment so i'm a little and and we have seen that it can get very agent heavy with mechanical and slow or too fast sometimes because they're just the pacing is very odd when there's a lot of women in the ring because it, it isn't something that we see normally so i'm a little concerned um with a bunch of bodies and just the weird lifting and the mm -hmm. weird like I, am i gonna get you i'm not in the spotlight but am i oh I'm trying to push you out of the ring. And it's also who's going to get the comedic spot. There's always that spot. There's always the spot of the person who comes in for it's Lana. Why am I even talking? It's Lana. She's going to come in and be eliminated in 30 seconds, two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the whole, that's even the gimmick on total divas is that she's not, you know, yeah, there's always, there's always that. There's always that wrestler who Are gets eliminated. Get celebrity entrant? I think it's Rousey. I think it's going to be uh, Rousey. Yeah. But that, that's a real one. That's like someone that's, actually going to be wrestling maybe I'm thinking, uh like drew carey like in you know back at like i, I want like well it's interesting because they have had matches I want, like chelsea handler like <laughs> i think you'll see maybe 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 you see uh maria menudos who's done some matches yes, yeah. she might she might great. be a surprise entrance that would be cool. um i would love it won't happen i'd love if gail kim was a surprise entrance yeah or one of the legends they love doing that at royal rumble where it's like Here's a legend who we're not going to add to the roster yeah. full time. We already have, uh, I mean, we have Mickey, so Mickey would. Mickey's in there, him. yeah. But, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, so I wonder if they'll consider that spot filled already. But uh, there, I, there, I think uh, maybe an, another legend, another legend. Uh, uh, yeah, it could be Trish, Trish, because uh, Lita seems like she's pretty much done outside of being a commentator. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you're also going to see probably a lot of women from the Mae Young Classic who we Lita haven't seen on TV yet. I, would, I, could, I could see Lita coming back for that, though. Yeah, I, I could do. Um, there was some news this week, but we're going to save it until Kaori's back. Um, but speaking of women, uh, AJ's book is going to become a TV show. That's right. Great for her. Uh, well, that was Kaori's big story, so we'll wait because I'd love to be able to have her on here to talk about that in a big, bad way. Yes. Um, uh, what else? Oh, um, there was a Ring of Honor uh, a pay per view final battle, ooh. which was a big deal. Um, it's, because it had blonde, blonde Cody. Uh, yeah, blonde Cody. Blonde uh, devil looking Cody. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go through the card very quickly. Uh, so we had uh, the dogs, Rhett, Rhett Titus and Will Ferrara beat Cheeseburger and Delirious. But that's that was an early match. Mm -hmm. Um, Jonathan Gresham versus uh, Josh Woods. I didn't get a chance to watch all these. Only I saw the main event. Um, Matt Taven, uh, that beat Will Osprey. 
Um, that was a good match. War Machine uh, defeated The Addiction. And uh, Jay Lethal defeated Marty Squirrel. Uh, I like face Lethal. Uh, Motor Machine Guns uh, beat uh, Beretta and Chucky e. T. That's its best friends. And then we have Silas Young uh, versus uh, Kenny King and Punishment Martinez. He won. Um, Silas Young. Briscoes uh, against Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer. Briscoes won. Um, the Hung Bucks, which was Adam Page, <laughs> Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson beat uh, Dragon Leaf, Flip Gordon, and Ty um, Titan. And uh, this is the main event here: Dalton Castle with the boys <clears throat> defeated Cody Rhodes. Um, with, yeah, with Brandy. And this was for the Ring of Honor Championship. So, oh, very very cool. So um, I was uh, this was something that I was looking forward to before because they were building up. You know, this whole Dalton Castle. Then he got injured. Dalton Castle versus the you know the uh, the right club yeah everything. So I just wanted to go through that just to make mention in the yeah I gotta I gotta get watch more Ring of Honor for sure. Yeah. Um, that's something is just such we are also building up to um uh to Wrestle Kingdom. So we're yes. on our way, and I'm very very excited about that. There was some advancement with uh Chris Jericho came into the ring and attacked uh, Kenny Omega. He did, and then there was a press conference where Chris Jericho dropped an f bomb, yeah. and the internet went crazy. Yeah. Um, so Kyori is going to be there, um, so she will be uh, posting stuff on the Reddit too, and she's going to take some little clippies. I want her to just. Not to worry about social media and just go and enjoy everything. But I, I yeah, that's that's a huge it. thing. It, it can be very easy as someone who uh, is fairly active on social media to be at a wrestling live event and be like, I'm going to take a bunch of photos. Mm -hmm. And you're not really yeah. in the event. You're trying to get the best shot. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. but it's also, And for us, it'll be 2 a.m. over here. Yeah, that's that's when when Andy and I are always like, I'm so tired, but I want it. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I got invited to a wrestling party. Uh, mutual friends of ours, uh, Joey Clifton and Nick Ligger, are throwing mm -hmm. a, a, a little shindig, I believe. Um, so I'm probably going to head to their place if I'm not in bed by midnight. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I have uh, that old man thing where it's like either I'm awake till 5 a.m. Yeah. or I pass <laughs> out at 10 p.m. and I'm wake like up at that. 7 and I'm like, a full day. Because that <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, because I'll, well, I'll be ready. I'm like ready. I'm like watching. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait for the main event. And the main event comes. I'm just like, uh, I cannot see. Oh, <laughs> uh, my body. <laughs> uh, but we're definitely going to bring up some New Japan. I will at least yeah, for yeah. Uh, in our top five. For sure. Um, okay, so is that what we want to do now? You want to talk about your top five now? Well, I think top five should end. So we haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks. Total Divas. Is, um, yep. uh, Lana and uh, Natalia, they hate each other. They hate each other. Until they love each other by the end. Um, <laughs> but uh, pretty good episode. I like all the stuff with Brie having the baby and being yeah. like, oh, can I still do this? Mm -hmm. um, we still, we've talked about it before. Uh, the cutest baby. The cutest. It looks like she looks like Daniel Bryan. It's a it's a hundred percent Daniel Bryan's baby. Um, <laughs> there can be no doubt. Um, but yeah, a very. Uh, and again, like it's a silly show, but it's a show I enjoy. I will say, I'm actually surprised how much we have not seen uh, too much of like the male counterparts. We still yeah. see a lot of Daniel Bryan, of course. Uh, Rusev figured pretty heavily into one episode, right? Um, and. The Miz is very. Anytime Maurice is right. there, the Miz is there. Uh, this show just makes me like the Miz a lot more. I really, yeah. really like the Miz. He's very uh, good on the show. Very, very someone good. was it Rolling Stone? I think named so Miz. Well. Uh, Rolling Stone, I think named Miz Wrestler of the Year, um, ah. which is good for him. Uh, I really like the Miz. Um, he is, man, he's like last two years. Last two years have been. It. He's been so good. Uh, he's in my like. I honestly, the thing like. I mean, I have my choice for wrestler of the year. I have a couple of choices. Uh, yeah, but he he's up there. He's definitely up there for me. Yeah, I, when people have written, when people have written great articles about how this is the guy who twenty years ago would be the heel champion. Mm -hmm. He would be that mm -hmm. heel champion you boo. Uh, and for whatever reason, they're just they just will not give him the belt, uh, and they really should give him another chance they at the big belt. belt. Yeah, but he had to go. He had to go do his movie. Oh, 100 percent. I'm saying he should yeah. have the big belt. The I big think belt he should be. They should give him. That like eight month run with the champion, and he keeps weaseling his way out uh, and winning and winning. Because yeah, he's he's a uh, even if his finger four looks bad, everything else the Miz is uh, he's just great wrestling tactics. Great on the mic, Jeff. Great, great, great everywhere. Yeah, super fun to watch. Um, so but outside of that, yeah, like Big Cass is only in ha part of an episode. Yeah. Yeah, Not, I, I wonder because I feel like last year we or last season we saw a lot more of the guys like Dean well, not much John Cena yeah. on this. Actually, I think he was only in one Are episode briefly. I think so. Maybe that's where they're saving all the Cena. Um, but Brian is still very involved yeah, in the is, show. Yeah, he's super there, yeah. I don't know. But that also might just be because Bree's not on the road because she had the baby, so she's home. So they have to have. Uh, Plus they're talking about him coming in for like the commissioner position. And yes. That, so 
Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, you know, it's a show that I, I know I made fun of, and it's like, oh, how can I wrestle? It's really addictive. Uh, it, it's just like wrestling. Like, it's if you just watch it like that, like people, like, it's, you know, we all we all know what reality TV yeah, is now. But there's stuff that feels very genuine, enjoyed, and there's stuff that feels very scripted. I enjoy the characters that they play, the roles that they play. Like, I enjoy Miz coming in as a husband. It's like, don't go shopping too much. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like Alexa Bliss by, buying her little pig yeah. uh, <laughs> last week on last week's episode. And then on social media, I think like two days ago, she put up a photo going like this me now with this pig that's a lot bigger uh <laughs> lying on her couch so uh, that mini pig became a pig pig <laughs> but good for her she kept it um so yeah it's been a good uh, good season to totally leave it so far mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah let's jump into our top five so do we we can go i'm gonna go through uh so i don't have a, a set five because I, I just want to i don't uh, yeah i don't either i'm kind of going um, top of the head a I'm little gonna, bit uh, i'm gonna read through uh Kyrie's list because she sent it to me she couldn't be here so um she wants so first one is Shibata's return to New Japan. Um, the walking to the locker room, he said himself uh, it was a huge accomplishment, very emotional moment to see him come back. Um, not to wrestle, of course, sadly. His uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Shibata uh, was in a match with um, with Okada, and the he-, he headbutt Okada very, very hard and uh, had a contusion on his, on his brain and uh, can't wrestle anymore. Um, <sighs> so but but his return was a, an actual big emotional moment, yeah, and he is uh, he is okay. Uh, yeah, that had that that headbutt move is always like I, I there, I've never felt comfortable watching it. Um, it's never headbutt's one of those things where it's like unless it's so fakey looking where you're like okay, but the, like yeah. we I, were even scared about Vince's like the the Kevin. Yeah, that was like scene. ooh, and he also had uh, obviously the one that to me was always um um Brian right before he left when it was Brian and it was either Dolph or Sheamus. But they had some kind of headbutt thing, and I was born watching that going like, oh, yeah. God, like, you know, there's like that degree of like, oh, you want wrestling to kind of feel real, but that's too real because yeah, no, we know I too much. Yeah, I actually worried about you. Yeah, I mean, if Triple H is going to do interviews where Kate Babe is dead, we know too much about head injuries at this point that I don't need to see two yeah. grown men smash their skulls against each other. Uh, yep, I agree. I don't need to see that ever. But that's, yeah, that is a great moment. So, um, yeah, that was a great moment. Uh, so uh, a, uh, this was her personal moment, personally, was when she met, and she talked about this in the show, when she met AJ Lee for her book signing. Oh, yeah. And I uh, mentioned that they were twins, so it was very, very cute. Um, so Strowman won her over with attacking Triple H. Uh, that was just recently. <laughs> it was great. Uh, she's a, she wasn't a fan <laughs> after he did that. She had the 180, uh, which I agree. I, I honestly think that was a really cool moment. That was a great, like, was great, a great moment. moment. Yeah. Uh, and then Okada versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 11. Obviously, we all love that, and that's per- my, one of my personal ones too. Uh, she same. Got to see yep. it live, so that is an actual big deal. Um, and then she also loved all the women's first. Well, it's worth is it, is it uh, Okada Omega two right? Because one is last year. One, one what was one last year? Because I think two was February. I think. Hold on. I Maybe have, I'm wrong. I have, I have the exact if I'm if I'm wrong, here. believe me. Like there's certain things where it's like I'm kind of going off the top Sometimes of the head, but I, yeah. I needed to look up to make so, sure. Um, we have they they were June 11th and August 12th, so they were this year. Yeah, they were this year. Well, that's oh, two and three. Is, oh, we're, yeah, two and three. Wrestle Kingdom, but it would have been January. So it oh yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why top of the year. So, so there we go. Um, <clears throat> that's always the hard things about making any kind of top five list of the year, even yeah. movies. You're like. Especially when, when did that come out? January, because yeah, honestly, yeah. Okada, he was solidified his position as like wrestler of the year like, well, by April. Pro, uh, pro wrestler, um, pro wrestling, they gave him the wrestler of the year, uh, deservedly so. That made big yeah. news because there hadn't been a non-American yes, yes. Uh, or not. Sorry, no, there's been Canadians, but like there hasn't been a, a, a Asian wrestler mm-hmm. um, who's been given that honor now until Okada, right. and it's he, deserved. Yeah, absolutely, because he's he's my personal choice um, for wrestler of the year. Uh, but in, in no in particular order, but I mean, I, Okada, of course, number one, but, uh, the other ones that I would say, um, uh, for myself are Omega. Um, so it's Omega, Okada, and, um, uh, Jericho, maybe Jericho, Jericho had a hell of a run Miz. and and it's not over. Obviously yeah. we got, and, and the Miz is another one personally for me. And, um, last year I think I picked Naito. He's had some good stuff, but not as, not as, uh, influential as, as the I'd other agree. This, this year. Um, the other two. Um, but yeah, I does uh, Omega Okada just killed it this year. Um, but yeah, so the, and that was uh, her last thing was she loved how this year was the year of the women's first money in the bank and you know women yes. inventing and now we have and Helena Cell wasn't <clears throat> this year as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. uh, no, it was last year. It was last year. Was we had it? Charlotte last year because this year we didn't have Charlotte in the cell, but she was in there last year. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I believe so. Oh no, what did she do both? I don't remember. I'm a, I'm, will, I'm, I'm a look. Will, yeah. I'm a look. I think I think you're right, but I'm a look. Yeah, yeah look it up. Um, but because she, she's done two, then I believe. 
than if she hasn't done Hell in a Cell. Um, but so if I'm looking at, so those are those are just moments that she picked. And then we're you're right. It was 2016. Okay. Yep. So yeah. So um, some of the other matches that I, I just want to go through real quick uh, for um, for these are Dave Meltzer's highest rated for the year. So the 6.25 was for um, that was a 6.25 rating for Okada Omega at uh, at Dominion, and then the six, of course, the infamous six. Was at um, was at Wrestle Kingdom, and also he also gave uh, um, the G1 Climax the their so their three matches were all six six and six point two five so consistently outdoing themselves. And then the next one five point seven five stars that was for Naito and Omega. So again, we're going back to just Omega just uh, killing it, killing it this year. And that was from um, that yeah that was also from the G1 Climax. That many, like the. This was Omega's year. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, oh, the other match that I was thinking of uh, that I really liked was uh, was was well, we talked about it, Shibata and Okada. That was another one that I really liked. Um, but uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, some PWG stuff, which was uh, I haven't gone back to see this one, but this is Walter versus Zack Sabre Jr., which received a five star. Ooh, um, okay, I gotta check that one out too. Oh, and this one I actually really agree. This is uh, best of the Super Juniors uh, day fourteen. We had Kushida versus Osprey. Um, Will Ospreay, and that was a five-star match as well. So the, those are all matches to go back. So if anybody wants to go back and see this list, it's on ProFightDB, and it's for um, Dave Meltzer's, and it, he's got quite a few. T- we had a great wrestling year, to be honest. It was a, a really, really good year. And, you know, matches that even surpassed that. So that was great. Um, and that's, I mean, personally, like, so I want to go through your what you're, what you yeah. want to talk about, because I'm going to piggyback on that, because you and I share a lot of the similar similar highlights of the year. Uh, so this is no particular order except maybe my number one. Uh, but otherwise, uh, Festival of Friendship. Yes, I love the Festival of Friendship. Everything, and that was that was a culmination of everything that those guys did in 2016. Yes. Uh, but ending with the Festival of Friendship was so good. Um, and then them. Um, I did want to talk about. Okay, so, uh, so for anyone who hasn't seen the Kevin Owens documentary that is on, uh, it's uh, three Kevin Owens 365. 365. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen any of the other ones yet, but I did see the Kevin Owens one. And there's a moment in there where um, he walks backstage after his match with uh, his his match at WrestleMania. This is the one where his where he uh, he broke the ropes by putting his finger on the ropes. Remember? Oh yes, um, yes, yes, and yes. So, uh, he went back there and he was a little upset like with himself because he felt like he didn't do well and he asks Vince he's like are we good and sitting Vince sitting grill and he's like no like we're not good like it wasn't good and he was really really um, hurt by that because you know he, he he didn't feel good about the match and it was supposed to be the culmination of the feud yeah um, and I was a little disappointed with that match as well because I just I wanted them to I, have I more think time. A, I think a lot of people were hoping I think a lot of people thought that was going going into that I think a lot of people thought that was going to be the the one that stole the show right yeah. i think a lot of people thought like this is gonna be the it match seems like a, it seemed like they got rushed almost and they, they might have it out. was a long ass pay-per-view uh, mm-hmm. as manias now are mm-hmm. uh but it also did feel like that those two guys worked so hard and the spotlight was more on goldberg <laughs> lesnar yeah um and uh yeah and and I, it might have even been vince didn't like it and was like cut it cut it cut it short so yeah, they had maybe. To just speed through a lot of the moments that they wanted to do, and um, that might have been why Kevin was upset because he's like, I didn't do well beginning, and so he didn't let me finish, and so I'm pissed off and whatever. Um, but in the documentary, like he talks about, because after that he does, uh, he had his U.S. run in his Face of America. Yes. So uh, he came through that, but um, but yes, so uh, that but the Festival of Friendship, that to me was the like the peak of like that, oh. that storytelling. Yeah, so good. Festival of Friendship is so good. Um. That's uh, one of mine. Um, I would also say, um, to me, and this is probably, if I had to write number two, I would say this whole year, going back even a little further than that, everything Cody Rhodes has done, um, even if the matches weren't the best in the world, I think Cody Rhodes should be, as a uh, what he's done, inspiring to people who are mm-hmm. in the arts or involved in the arts in any yeah. way, whether it's wrestling or not. Because there's so many people who... We have seen will like leave the WWE and be like, I'm done. I'm going to go do this other thing, blah, 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 whether it be acting or the other little promotions here and there. And you kind of feel like you never hear about them anymore. And uh, Cody should kind of be an inspiration to anybody that's like, if you're passionate about the thing you're passionate about. Um, and again, whether that be wrestling, art, film, whatever it is, you don't need the backing of the big right. house to be able to make a name for yourself, make a living and be proud of what you're doing. I think everything Cody Rhodes has done this year, as far as that goes, and really selling, uh, has been great. Yep. Um, really, really fun, good stuff uh, that I really enjoyed. Um, 
I would also say, and this is this will probably not make a lot of people's lists, but I mean, it gave us a lot to talk about on the show. Even if the match was a real limp noodle, and it was a real limp noodle match, um, all the promo stuff between Reigns and Cena. Yes, yes, I agree. Okay, I thought that I was thought really that, good stuff. Think, yeah, because I think he kind of gave him a, a hard lesson just by putting him on the spot like that, and he yeah. stepped it up, and I, I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was really great. I thought I I, I loved all the build to that. Um, uh, again, the match was kind of a wet noodle, but. Sometimes, man, sometimes the best stuff is just that the, how you work on the mic. Mm-hmm. You yep. can be totally forgiven with, you know, having a limp match of the mic work and the mm-hmm. stuff you guys do between there is great. And I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, another favorite. This would kind of go into my favorite match category. I really love the uh, destructive four way. That was the SummerSlam. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was up main there. event. That was up there as, as one of Meltzer's top rated of the year as well. The Samoa Joe and all that. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, and, and the build up to <laughs> that, uh, that was uh, Samoa. I probably watched this moment more than any other moment rewatching wrestling this year was uh, Samoa Joe shouting at both Brock Lesnar and then Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. That moment when like Brock Lesnar's not paying attention to Samoa Joe and he goes, <laughs> yeah, what he, say? he basically goes like, um, you look at me when I'm talking to you, boy. I'm going to make you look at me. <laughs> like Samoa Joe is so good. Everything that was Samoa Joe and Brock um, yes. was great. Uh, mm-hmm. That whole buildup, them fighting backstage, uh, leading into all the promos, which then led into that SummerSlam match. Even if for the most part, SummerSlam was a, mm-hmm. maybe a little forgettable. Not bad, but a little forgettable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was great. Uh, that was a that was fantastic stuff. Um, uh, yeah, number one has to be, uh, I think... Um, Omega, Omega, yep. and Omega Osprey two was so. I mean, one is great. One is so great. But by the time I got to one, I already heard so much about one. Yeah. Two had a question mark over it because two People was were like, like, how are they gonna? Yeah. How will they do it again? This that, and the other. And just watching that match is so like, oh man, like it's I don't so know good. How either of them just kept up like Okada and, and and Omega just like all year just like top like just full speed ahead they were mm-hmm. they were just like they were doing awesome all year i don't know how they did it i really don't know how they did it and I, neither does dave Meltzer, which is why they got the scores that they got i know it's crazy uh and i do want to give a uh, uh, shout out to the may young classic okay yeah yeah that um, was good that was because uh, we got we saw a lot of stars and they still haven't um we saw a lot of stars, yeah, and, a lot of stars. and i think honestly the may young classic had a lot of the best for for wwe a, a lot of the great uh women's match moments of this year uh, we've talked about it on the show a lot. I think a lot of there's a lot of good little highlights here and there. I mean, Oscar, of course, uh, in NXT before getting injured, moving up, even though what she's doing now is a lot of fun. But I think we've talked about like I feel like a lot of 2017 was a lot of schmozzy matches with the mm-hmm. women of just throw five of them into the ring every Raw and SmackDown and see what happens. Yep. And I don't know if there's any. I mean, this was supposed to kind of feels like this was kind of supposed to be Bailey's year. And uh, didn't really. They kind of did they Booker really right. Bailey this year. I mean, to me, the standout on the main roster for the women was Alexa Bliss. Yes, Alexa yeah. Bliss. Uh, almost, almost everything they gave to her, except this is your life with Bailey, which was so bad right, and probably yeah. could be in the top five best worst moments. But Alexa didn't write that. She did what she could with it. Yeah. But everything else they've given Alexa Bliss, she's so good on the mic in the ring. She's great. Uh, mm-hmm. I love Charlotte. Charlotte's a natural athlete, but I, I think I like heel Charlotte. A little more than yeah. nice, friendly Charlotte, which we've like had the Charlotte, no. we've had the last couple of months. Um, but so to me, on the main roster, this has been the year of Alexa Bliss. Yep. Uh, she's amazing, uh, and they just need to give her more and more to do. Um, but as far as like women's stuff in the whole year, uh, for WWE, I got May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was a good mention. Um, but yeah. Oh, speak. I just realized that we didn't. So we didn't say who won the belt. <sighs> Oh. Ah, and I know why because well, let's, Cameron. Let's... Okay. Oh well, yeah! <laughs> no, no, no! You didn't win. Damn I was it. gonna say because I told Cameron before that he got a six, and then and Kaori also got a six, but your girl got a ten. Damn baby. it! <laughs> Damn it! How many matches were there? Um, uh, what was it? I don't remember how many. I think that was. Wait, how many matches were? Let's see. Was it? This might be the total. No, this is Andy too. Andy got eleven. How many matches? I wonder if he did points. I wonder if he he might have done uh, two points or something each. And Pete, uh, I'm confused actually. But I'll, I'll look, take a look at it. But I'm pretty sure. Ah, I'm you the, got the I'm belt. The you, yeah, you won the belt. The <laughs> I just realizing he might have done a, a collective score though. For uh, this might be a different one, but uh, we'll go through because I'm pretty sure that I that I won. Uh, 
I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I'll give All it right. to you. All right. <laughs> there were 15 matches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're like, wait a minute. I'm like, I don't think we talked about that yeah. many matches. I don't know if we talked about 10 matches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, those are, those are mine. And so you, you agreed with some of those. Uh, yeah. Do you have any that we didn't get into? No, the, everything that, yeah, that, uh, everything that you said, those in, in, in combination with what uh, Kyori also said, we all, same things. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I'm happy. Like, I, I am, I'm grateful for the year that kevin owens has had in the spotlight yes um, most importantly that's one of the things i do want to talk about it uh I, besides the miz also being you know great on the yeah miz is i think the, uh, the only reason better. miz didn't make any of my top five is as great as he is and as great as the miz taraj was mm-hmm. there wasn't I, it feels like maybe the biggest storyline and i could be wrong i gotta go back and look but it feels like the biggest storyline was we talked about it that dean ambrose feud went on forever yeah it did forever and then his Roman feud turned into a shield feud, which brought back Dean Ambrose. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I think <laughs> except for Jason Jordan and a little bit with Kurt, which was like and one it was month. A total Divas feud. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Did, did Miz feud yeah. with anybody else that wasn't mm-hmm. a member of the shield? Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> and I love the Miz, but yeah. sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. a great, what makes a standout moment, CM Punk is great as CM Punk. Mm-hmm. You know what also made CM Punk huge that year? John Cena. Yeah. That's if, true. If it was CM Punk on the mic and doing all that other stuff, and he was up against the Great Khali, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying yeah. Dean Ambrose is the Great Khali. But my point is, is like yeah. totally. I, that was a feud that was continuing on from last year from SmackDown. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, he, I just uh, in turn, like I, I think he did well, like just on the mic uh, all around all year, challenging John Cena. Yes. A lot of those shoot shoot style promos that I liked were so good. Um, but yeah, uh, Kevin Owens, obviously, like uh, everyone knows, I'm a huge fan of his, um, and I'm grateful. I'm also grateful for the fact that Sammy's he's getting to do this program with Sammy. Um, yeah, because the, their this story was a rough year for Sammy too until they exactly. get, paired him up. Yeah, their their story is so valuable to them. So for them to have this chapter in the WWE. Uh, and for them to have the room to do it is, is really nice. Yeah, if you haven't seen the, on top of the other uh, Kevin Owens documentary, if you watch the DVD that just came out like a couple months ago, oh, yeah. the second most talking head on that DVD is Sami Zayn. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I, it's, it's a really good documentary. And, uh, it, uh, uh, also, there's a Ring of Honor documentary called Descent into Madness, and it tells their whole story of like when they were tag team with El Generico and the turning of that and just those moments. And oh. it's it's uh, I honestly cry when I watch it because it's just like I just it, the art of the art of wrestling is just so beautiful. And it's like it's the, one of my favorite stories is the Kevin and Sammy story, uh, just that they've been telling and they're still telling it. And I'm grateful that there's this chapter in the WDB. Um, so that's uh, I just want to mention that. Yeah, I want to try and get a. <laughs> Yep shirt mm-hmm. uh, at some point for sure. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Double yep. Uh, and outside the world of wrestling, to some extent, I'm glad Ric Flair pulled through, yeah. and we still have Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, his 30 for 30 documentary. Uh, check it out. And I still have to read. I have it. I still got to read the book him and Charlotte wrote. Yes. Uh, but okay. I do have the book. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So overall, I think it was a fun year for wrestling. There were certainly some things I think Finn could have been better utilized. Yeah. Came back after many came back the day after mania it was a big thing and i kind of feel like uh, they never really grabbed a thing for him to do he was in like a five-month feud with bray <laughs> which just kind of went on i mean his match with aj was great yeah and that's what we're saying uh aj had another great year two years running aj is killing it aj yeah. keeps killing oh, that was it my other one that was my i, I knew i missed somebody uh, that was the other my other top five of the year um was aj aj styles uh oh so good uh because we started the year with him. we started the he- year with heel aj mm-hmm. with rumble at uh, yeah. cena three shane uh he's back to being a face i love and aj is a wrestler who honestly doing either heel or face i think is really good He's mm-hmm. so good in the ring. He makes everybody look good. He makes everybody look good. And oh, he yeah. was saying that he 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 thought of the match of him and and uh and Jinder. This last one is just like a cartoon of Jinder just standing there and just AJ doing kind of flips around him, just like, oh, it's so good. The headlock and just like <laughs> he's like the Shawn Michaels where he can have a match with the with the ladder and make every make it make the ladder look good. <laughs> yeah, but this is why, this is why we got to get Matt before we started the show. We had some bad news for Matt or Zach did and told Matt that uh, anime is not real life and Matt took it pretty hard. Yeah. I think if Matt watched wrestling. Yeah, there you go. That would make him better. <laughs> Just watch hey, jumping around AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah. a big big old. <laughs> it's, it's basically the same thing. Yep. Uh so guys, thank you so much for watching. Let us know your top moments yeah. of the year. Uh sorry for the to- a little bit of time off and we're going to have a little bit of time off, but yeah. we wanted to get this to you. Uh ask Ify on Twitter. Oh yeah, we'll see you in Discord go jump in that discord uh we'll hopefully come back uh just in time for the rumble to make some of those rumble predictions uh we'll have a little bit of an announcement on there as well um and 
yeah, KOR will be back. AP will be back. So if you want to know AP's top five, go hit him up. Ask him what his favorite match of the year was. Yeah. Um, and I think those are the major things. Uh, have a good holiday uh, season. Let us know your favorite moments. Let us know your least favorite moments. Yeah. Who's your wrestler of the year? Um, and obviously, we didn't mention too much Lucha Worst Underground. That's on. Yeah. Worst of the year. Think about it real quick, though. Who's the word? Who's who is least least effective? And it, you know what? It's not his fault. It is not his fault. It's the booking. It's the booking. Anytime Bray Wyatt is on screen, yeah. I get tired. That was gonna um, say the same thing. And it's not his fault. Um, but they just they never they did not utilize him properly. They just put him in feuds that last so long. That's why I think the Woken stuff is. Uh, yeah. I'm appreciating it. We have we have that to look forward to. That's going to be a positive thing. So yes, 2018, yes. We we're, we're going to get some good Bray, actually, because that program is going to be good. I, I think so, too. Um, and that, but I meant, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> General sound effects. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah. What about you? What do you yours, your also Bray? And also Bray him. Yeah. It was yeah. Bray, just least effective. Uh, and I think the problem is because he's got that spooky gimmick, like whereas they also have like not booked Finn very well. Finn, Finn is also up there with me. But he's got he's got the demon gimmick, but for the most part, his thing is not, I'm a spooky guy, it's I'm a good wrestler. Yeah, that's true. So that's where it's like, oh, that's more disappointing, but like Finn, uh, the Bray, because he's got those speeches, just after a while, you're like, oh, like the Seth Rollins feud he had went on forever too. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, yeah. like this was not a good year for Bray, despite the fact that I slightly enjoy House of Horrors in a so bad it's good manner, and that was February. I thought it was a cool I, gimmick. I thought that was so silly and so like... Uh, but I enjoyed it, and I know that's going to make a lot of people's top worst. So <laughs> let me separate House of Horrors from the rest of what Bray had to go through this yes. year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so guys, uh, so. you can find me at twitter.com slash Jurassic Alien. Hit me up over there. Let me know what you're watching. Mm -hmm. If you're watching wrestling, movies, comic books, any of that, I'll talk to you about yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm at Janelle Santa Cruz. Same thing. Hit me up about anything, especially over watching wrestling, my doggies. Oh yeah, and jump in the Discord during Wrestle Kingdom 12. We'll be in there. Two, oh yeah. 2 a.m. <laughs> I'm in there. Andy's in there. We're doing it, dog. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a happy new year and go watch wrestling. Woo! Woo!